0: Episode thirteen here already. Here with my good friend Derek Edwards. Derek, how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing yeah. good.
1: Great yeah. time. Great time of year for sports fans.
0: Yeah, this is the great time of sports after we suffer through summer of just basically baseball. And yeah, well, like we had
1: Olympic basketball, the Olympic period, Olympics, the Olympics period. Yeah,
0: that's true. But that's like once every four years. I not mean like the typical summer. Oh yeah. Like yeah every yeah, once in a while right? we will get the Olympics. Every once in a while, like for people who care, we get the World Cup. But even still that's like a few weeks. You know, once you hit like July, like late June, July, it's just all bad. So it's good that, you know, it's October, you know, basketball's warming up, football's like really in swing, baseball is like college and her. Uh, yeah, and, uh, college, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, college and professional for both football and basketball.
1: Yeah, baseball yeah, so the actual like
0: you Yeah, know, the stuff that people actually care about. Yeah, <laughs> after hundred and eighty two games. It's one hundred and eighty two yeah, they play, right? It's one sixty
1: two. One sixty-two. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's I mean, a lot. It's of, the
0: same difference. It's like double the NBA, regardless. Yeah, the that's NBA a lot of, is a long time. A lot of games. Nine innings of that, bro. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good time to be a sports fan. Um. So until basketball starts, we will touch on basketball. Um. But right now, we'll focus on football. So I know you want to talk about the NFC East. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I definitely do. Um, being an Eagles fan, because I definitely hopped on this podcast and said the NFC East was not going to be good. It's going to be a a poop a poop division to <laughs> yeah to I mean, edit my words <laughs> for the podcast. But it has turned out to be so far a pretty strong division. I still think it's slightly overrated because the best win the division has is uh, the Eagles against the um,
0: the Steelers. Yeah.
1: Which, of course, as Eagles fans, I'm excited. But I don't think we're I don't think the score of that game reflects how much better or if we are that better than the Steelers. Period. But yeah. I mean, a win is a win. You can only play who's in front of you. Right.
0: So you and can't. Dallas looked really good against Cincinnati though. Cincinnati usually is good. Like they just they have yeah. a lot of talent, and they killed yeah. them. Like I was, I was like watching the game. Even though it was 28-14, it was really like twenty-eight to zero, and then Dallas just gave up some easy touchdowns.
1: That's true.
0: Because the game was. And,
1: and then the division too has a lot of like the the Dallas. Dallas beat Dallas lost to the uh, Giants, yeah. which could have went either way. The Redskins lost to Dallas, which could have went
0: either way. Yeah. Um, the, the NFC East have, to have to the best interesting game. games. The Redskins uh, beat the Giants, which could have went either way. So it's like right. the NFC East has the best. No matter how good or bad the NFC East is, every game is the games, good. Game.
1: Yeah, the games are always so interesting.
0: Right. Yeah, if, so like, like no matter what, whether the teams are either any whoever's in first place, ever in, in last place, it doesn't matter. The games are always good.
1: Yeah, so like the division as a whole actually you know it looks pretty strong um I still think like I, I came on the podcast earlier and I, I said I believe I said the Redskins were the class the Redskins like I said the Cowboys with Tony Romo got hurt so then I default to the Redskins yeah but uh Dak looks good and like they're doing everything I thought they would do with Tony Romo only he's not there but I thought they would do him if he was there yeah um the Eagles look good, and every week you keep coming on here saying we don't have no weapons. you don't have no weapons, but I think you're gonna have to change that because guys are emerging as weapons. Like guys are stepping up. I mean, Ryan Matthews had the fumble yesterday, and, you know, but you know, Carson Wentz looks really good.
0: Yeah, that's not no weapon though. You said you got a bunch of weapons, and then name no weapons. Two of the weapons: Jordan Matthews, and then who else? Jordan Matthews, I like Zach Ertz. Uh, huh? I, I do like Zach Ertz. I like Jordan Matthews and Zach Ertz, and then that's where the list ends.
1: I mean, but Huff has been stepping up. Smallwood had a big game against uh, the Steelers.
0: Yeah, didn't he didn't even, didn't
1: even play. He had a big game against the Steelers. <laughs> I'm just saying, rotationally, like, these guys obviously moving forward like two years down the line, right? If you want to make a Super Bowl push with a roster of these guys, you're going to hopefully upgrade. But for what's happening right now, like, you can't disrespect what they've been... Like, they're three... We're three and one. And Carson Wentz is throwing one pick... Which was a pretty good throw, from what I saw. It was just, you know, he threw a pick, and we lost twenty-three to twenty-four against a Lions team that we should have beat. But I mean, you can't go—you're not going to go undefeated.
0: I mean, the biggest thing with the Eagles is that I thought the defense was going to be good, and the defense turned out to be really good. Like that's the one big thing. I I actually thought the
1: defense was going to be bad, and the defense turned out to be good until last week this past, yesterday, yesterday. Yeah, I mean, but
0: even still, giving up 24 points isn't bad. I mean, it's not great either, but I thought thought the defense was going to be solid, and it turns out the defense is top 10 for sure, almost a top 5 defense, at least so far.
1: Yeah, the defense is definitely overshined, overplayed, uh, overachieved is the way I'm looking for. Um, So, yeah, the division, you know, we got the skins that week. The skins, they look... About how I thought they were gonna look, um, I don't really know what to say about the Redskins. Like,
0: yeah, they're just the epitome of average.
1: I feel like Everything they should. I feel like on paper they should be better than what they are, but I feel like growing up here we always say that like yeah, <laughs> they should be kind of better than what they are. But like they're still dangerous, you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, oh yeah. Only they're given. are we really
1: one thing. like red zone play away from beating the Cowboys and being what are they? They're, they're three two, two now. They're yeah, so four and one. Four and one.
0: So, that's true. The craziest thing about this division is that I picked the Giants to win, and they looked the worst.
1: And then the Giants really aren't completely out of it, there.
0: No, they're not out of it. Of course, no one's out of it except the Browns, and like through Week Five. But <laughs> I, but I thought the Giants were just, like the most complete team for sure. I didn't, I didn't really think they had any holes. I thought Eli was gonna be the yeah, best quarterback. Yeah, I don't know what
1: you were looking at, man. On I still, I just
0: the Giants. Just... I mean, I still don't think they have any holes except. Eli has just been the has been awful. That's been their biggest hole. Is that Eli has been awful?
1: Yeah, I don't like how they're throwing Odell Beckham when his plus, Personally, I mean, he's a very emotional guy, and <laughs> I know that stirs up people. But I feel like if like if he wasn't emotional, people would be like, "Well, he doesn't care" or "He doesn't." I mean, he's definitely done some things where it's just like
0: Bro, a little over know? the top. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like I was watching a, 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 I forget the thing about ESPN. They were showing like Eli Manning stats from when Odell Beckham was there, to when he wasn't there. Eli's whole career from when he wasn't there to when Odell, when they drafted Odell, and like the change is definitely drastic. Like that guy really lives is living off Odell Beckham.
0: right Oh now. yeah, of course. And that's the so, thing that kills me is that Eli is coming out. He came out and said, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, Odell, yeah, you it, know, blows. Right I'm like, yo, he first off, he's mad at you. First, like he's mad at you. If you played better, this wouldn't even be an issue. He's being mad because you are out there being trash. That's the thing. Like that's the thing that kills me. Well, I
1: never thought Eli Manning was uh, over. Overall, I didn't think he was elite. I thought yeah, moments and he could definitely do it at times. But he has he suffers. Him and Joe Flacco suffer from the same condition.
0: Yeah, but Eli did it twice.
1: Yeah, Eli did. I mean, Joe Flacco did it once. So. They definitely, they're not scrubs, but they're not elite. They're just Yeah, that,
0: you know. I definitely that was my thing with the Giants is that I overrated Eli Manning. I thought, I mean, for one, I thought he was going to be the best quarterback because I didn't think Kirk Cousins was that great, and I wasn't wrong about still that. Yeah, don't think Kirk yeah, yeah, I don't think he's that <laughs> great. I didn't, well, at the time when I made my prediction, I'm pretty sure yeah. the Eagles still had Sam Bradford. So I was like, you know, Sam Bradford is Sam Bradford. Nah, well, well, on the podcast, he was gone. He did okay, but even still, I didn't think, I mean, who thought Carson Wentz was going to come in? And I mean, he was a third-string quarterback all preseason. Yeah, I mean, he could have
1: been 2nd string I didn't think Carson Wentz was going
0: to do Yeah, but no one thought Carson Wentz was going to be this good. No one thought yeah, Dak Prescott no was going to I didn't good. think he
1: was going to be this good this quick.
0: Yeah, and same thing with Dak Prescott. So really, yeah, I, I t- thought Eli I was just going to be a best QB. Be.
1: I had faith in Dak after week one, I said, "Yeah, this guy looks—he looks pretty good." And you were like, "I don't believe it. I'm not." I was like, "Hey, this guy he, he looks good."
0: Yeah, I mean, I just—I just—I uh, just—I thought the Giants had the best quarterback, and it turns out they have the worst quarterback. Um, and so thats, nah, that's nah, where nah, nah. nah. Kirk Cousins is definitely the worst quarterback. its, it's pretty close. Uh, Eli has two rings, so I—I I mean, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm speaking solely on how they've played in 2016 through five games Eli's been by far the worst quarterback. Okay. Okay. Well And yeah, I didn't I and I didn't think that would ever even be cl- like close to being possible. Makes sense. Yeah. So that's so that was my rationale on it and on why I'm wrong so far at least. I mean I still think the Giants are good and outside of Eli, they don't like their defense is solid. Their run game is, is not great, but it's okay. Like they have Odell. Good enough to get you by. Yeah, they have yeah the run game's good enough to get you by, especially when you have they have the best weapons overall with Sterling Shepard and Odell and Victor Cruz. And Victor Cruz, yeah, I was going
1: to say and Cruz. Yeah,
0: so yeah. that was my rationale on it, but we'll see. Um, half, it's not even halfway through the season yet, so I, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, make a uh, official statement that I was wrong, but so so far it looks like it's trending that way.
1: Who, who wins the division now, though? Like, what, what trend do you think the division goes from
0: here? Honestly, right now the Cowboys look like the best team. But I'm not going to change my pick until like week, week like nine or ten. All
1: right, well you have the Eagles finishing that.
0: I thought the Eagles were.
1: I mean, I'm just going in order of the rankings right yeah, now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I know. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's. I feel like there's going to be someone's going to tie. I don't know how the tiebreakers are going to work, but there's no way that there's not a tie. There's going to be at least two teams with ten wins.
1: And not in the division in the a- in the NFC, you're saying.
0: In the NFC East. Oh, in that
1: division? Two yeah. 10 win teams?
0: I think there's going to be two 10 win teams or two 9 win teams. Someone's going to tie. There's no way that there's going to be an outright winner. I just don't see and, it.
1: And who's, who's going to be those two ties? You had the Cowboys in there, so you're going to Cowboys Giants? Think,
0: I think the Cowboys and Giants and the Eagles are going to be one game behind them. So I got, the Reds, like... I got the Redskins dead last. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> and I, I'll
0: stand by that. I said the Redskins were going to be last before the. Ah, uh, you last said time. the Eagles. Oh,
1: uh, did I
0: say Eagles? Man, we yeah. have to go back to the tape. I'm not even sure if that's I'm true.
1: pretty sure you said the Eagles are going to be last. Because coming into the season, the Eagles definitely look like they were heading to last. Place. I mean, that's
0: true. I guess a lot of people thought the Eagles were going to be last. I don't know. We'll see. But right now, honestly, the Giants look like they're definitely going to be last. But I'm just sticking by my pick. I'm being a little stubborn right now. I mean, that's,
1: that's respectable.
0: Because there's only week five. I can't overreact. Because the only thing worse than being wrong is thinking you were wrong, changing your mind, and then it turned out you were right the whole first time and then trying to flip-flop again. So I can't do that. So if I'm going to be wrong, I'm going to at least write it out. I respect that. <laughs> that's that's, that's I, my whole philosophy right I've now. I've done that with a couple of Laker seasons before. Um, I'm sure. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, we'll, I'm sure. It all started with I've Dwight Howard. I've with a couple of seasons before. <laughs> I'm used to writing out
1: some some bad picks. Most of the time, they're great ones, but I'm used to them.
0: Yeah, it, 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 it's like that sometimes. I don't know. So, do you think the Falcons are legit? Falcons, Vikings? Who's the best team in the NFC? Since we're already talking Se- about the NFC. Segueing
1: into the Falcons and Vikings. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. The Falcons, they like they just, they just do this every two years.
0: They did this last year. What do you mean? They started off 5-0. So,
1: they do this every year.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they am going to say, you're talking about two years? like They did this just last year.
1: Well, I was thinking overall last year, right? Because the Panthers... It's always some team in the NFC well it's not all yeah, it usually always is
0: some team in the NFC South that comes out of nowhere.
1: yeah, it, just not the it's Bucks. It's yeah, always everyone one but the three Bucks, that's yeah, not the Buccaneers.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh the Falcons to me it's cool. They can do all this, but like we're used to the Falcons doing this against the playoffs and laying a gigantic egg.
0: Yeah, the thing is they just they don't play any defense at all. They just yeah. score a ton of points.
1: Like Matt Ryan, like is this the year, like no one really knows. No, I can, I can
0: see Matt Ryan being really good just because they have their run game is so good now. So it's not like he has to do a bunch. Like he has he has an amazing run game and he has Julio Jones. Like he, the he,
1: Vikings I would lean right now towards the Vikings because um their defense is just so good and I don't as of right now and I don't think I think they can put up enough points. The only problem with them is, like, everybody's hurt as of right now. Is Diggs coming back? Is he ever
0: Yeah, no, no. Diggs will be back, but that's not even their major injuries. I mean, outside of Bridgewater's gone, Peterson's gone, gone, their left tackle's gone, Matt Khalil's gone. I'm pretty sure their right tackle is about to be on IR soon. So they got a bunch of holes. It's just that their defense is so good, it doesn't matter so far. Yeah,
1: but also, too, it's uh, left of the offense. It's really that Sam Bradford hasn't I'm, – I'm interested to see when Sam Bradford starts turning over the ball or when they get into a game where a team scores. Because your defense can be great, but somebody's going to put up 21 points on you eventually, 20-something. So when you get into a game where you need to score, right, he hasn't really – he's basically played the trend different role right now.
0: You're, you're right. waiting for Sam Bradford to get hurt um, – to get some turnovers. I'm waiting for him to get hurt.
1: I, I never want to say that. I outright, mean, I'm but. not waiting.
0: It's not like I'm in, Like, it's not like I want it to happen. But I mean, come on, You see the guy. You only, it's like only a matter of time. It's like you're waiting for Tony Romo to get hurt.
1: Yeah, but I'm just. Well, that's true. <laughs> like, Definitely. like
0: I mean, it gets to a point but where you just just kind saying, of expecting. like he
1: hasn't turned the ball over yet, and like he's going to turn the ball over. with that. And and you're gonna eventually you have to put up points, right? How many teams have? How many teams have won Super Bowls with great defenses and just like. Super mediocre, off. like
0: I mean, the even Broncos when you look at the Ravens from
1: like 2000, like they had a, a, a Pro Bowl running back at the time. You, you know?
0: wouldn't so call a, had, the Broncos under that same philosophy last year.
1: The Broncos had a the Broncos could put up some points last year.
0: Uh, no. I mean, their the defense, defense was scoring points.
1: The Broncos' offense, first of all, the Broncos' offense last year was I I'm going to record probably saying they were way better than uh, the Vikings' offense as of right now.
0: Hey, th- Hey, but the Vikings did put up 31 points against the Texans just last week, or just I the mean, other
1: day. Uh, I mean, we could talk about the AFC South if you want
0: to. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm just saying the Texans have a good defense. They do have a good defense. Yeah, say what you I mean, want about them and Brock Osweiler. They have a good defense, and the Vikings. I mean, they scored 31 points.
1: How long is that going to last? Though, with, with all your weapons in there,
0: though. I mean, if, we'll if, I mean, that's the whole if point. If Sam
1: Bradford was quarterback and you still had Peterson and Diggs was healthy, and like the line was, I mean, was like, back. yeah, hands down, they're the best team as of right now. Because when, uh,
0: so if the Vikings like, aren't the best team in the NFC, then who's better than them right now?
1: No, 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 no. As of right now, I probably would go today. Like. I would say them, but to win it all, I still don't want to come out. Come out of the NFC.
0: Well, then who who are you picking? Because you just said the Falcons are frauds. Now we're saying the Vikings are frauds.
1: I'm not saying they're frauds. I'm just saying like oh come when on. The time comes to put up points. Are they going to be able to oh,
0: put up oh, points? You ba- you, you basically just question. said they're frauds. You said it, You said it's not going to last. I'm wondering if it is going. to Oh last. come on, man! Make a stance. Make a make a, make a claim. Don't ask questions. Make statements.
1: I'm not riding. I don't. Ha- I never picked anybody to went an a- a- NFC. I That's never why I'm asking like you think right
0: think. now. I'm asking you right now. You're, ta- you're, t- you're tap dancing uh, around uh, it. You're Donald Trumping over here. Hey, I-, <laughs> I
1: have no stance on
0: this. One. You have you have no stance. You pick no one
1: to win the NFC right now. You yeah. asked me in Week Five who's going to win the N- NFC. I never predicted who's going to win the NFC in the first time. That's why I'm asking.
0: Uh, so I'm-, I'm trying to get you on record. You're not. Gonna- you don't want to be on record. Not not with this
1: one. Nah, I can't be on record. I'm not gonna ride out a wrong pick and be stubborn like you this time. <laughs> so I have no problem make here. a pick. I don't
0: know. If you if you answer nothing, that's still wrong. Oh,
1: okay. I can hop on the bandwagon later and say I always knew. Wow. So this I is exactly
0: why know. I don't have. <laughs> this is exactly why I'm gonna boycott Eagles fans on my podcast.
1: Nah, nah. <laughs> but um, right now, today, uh, uh, I I go in. I can't pick the Vikings. I can't. Actually, I just can't. They just the, the offense is too suspect to me. I have to. I have to wait two weeks and I will come back a week. seven.
0: All right, all right. Well, we'll give you some time. I, I, Cause I don't even know who I'll pick right now. I I would probably pick Seattle just my default, but that's no that's no official pick.
1: Wow, way to play bad cop there. What you mean? No, it's like force me to make a pick and then come back. <laughs> hey, and just...
0: I already I already admitted I was wrong earlier, so I'm trying to get somebody to be wrong with me.
1: But I def- I do think the uh, Falcons are
0: frauds. No, I would agree with that. They don't play any type of defense.
1: Yeah, and we've just seen this story so many times before.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then honestly, I don't even I'm not even sure it'll matter who wins the NFC because the Patriots just look so good. Yeah, I don't even think I don't even know how big of a difference it'll make. Like Tom Brady, 39, just took a four week vacation. I mean, granted they were playing the Browns. But they're still an NFL team and he came in and threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns with no interception.
1: I mean, I don't really care that what Tom Brady has done because you know what Tom Brady's going to do. I'm looking at it as you had four weeks without Tom Brady and you came in 3-1. and
0: one. I mean, that too.
1: So, like, now you get Tom Brady back.
0: Like, and, Gronk, and Gronk didn't play the first two weeks either.
1: Yeah, so this is like... What are you going to do now? Like, what's what's like, the rest of the league going to do? Tom Brady's great. He has a lot of haters. I don't know why. He just wins. Well, I do know
0: why. But... <laughs> yeah, you just answered your own question.
1: Nah, well, outside of that, you know, people don't like people who allegedly go outside of the
0: rules. I mean, I guess. I feel like that's kind of a cop-out. Like, people are just jealous of him because he, like, he wins his life as, like, a like, supermodel. And he just looks... He just, He's, like, annoyingly successful. Hey, I I said it <laughs> when just he
1: of won his successful. third I mean, Super Bowl. I said he's a
0: he's a top five quarterback of all time,
1: and he's definitely the greatest of my generation I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a whole different conversation because we can get into yeah. hell. You know, how how great is he if they if they can go three and one without him, or how great is he? Uh, if, if here they can we go. go. I
1: hate when people say
0: that. I man. mean that's true though. Yeah. How can they, how can they put Matt Castle in there and won a 10-11 game for a whole season? Yeah, that's
1: that is true, but and I hate when people starts. say that overall, as far as sports,
0: like, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, people go
1: down on a team. And they'll be like, "Well, how great is he?" Like, th- these are still professionals. Like, they can well, yeah. still manage to win without their best player. But are they going to win it all? Like,
0: I feel like, I mean, yeah, and that's different though, because you can't make the same arguments in football that you do basketball, just because they're two totally different sports. And,
1: and did they win that season when Matt Castle went ten? Like, what happened?
0: I mean, they 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 won ten or eleven games, but they missed the playoffs. But they were like. I think they went 11. They won 11 and five, and they were like one of three teams ever to miss the playoffs with 11 wins.
1: I mean, Tom does Tom Brady play in a in a system that benefits him? Yes. And does that would that benefit a lot of other quarterbacks? Yes. But like, is that also his fault? Like, people always say like, oh, he's a system player. Like everybody's a system player. Like everybody has a system they're gonna do better in. If you play a sport, you play in some type of
0: system. Hey, I'll area, say man. I'll say this: when the when Peyton Manning went out for the year, the Colts went from thirteen wins to two wins the next season.
1: Well, Peyton Manning was the whole system.
0: Okay, so then so that doesn't so make him better.
1: Peyton Manning's team also was trash compared to the. To the
0: uh... Oh, exactly! You're making my points for me.
1: So Tom Brady's supposed to like make up for the whole like he's supposed to make up for the whole team.
0: What do you mean? I'm just playing well, doubles advocate right now.
1: I mean, I see your point, but you might have me on this
0: one. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, saying if you look at it like
1: if you look at it that way, you could say that. But I mean, Tom Brady. You're supposed to. The GM's supposed to put a team around.
0: Well, yeah, that. it's not, and it's not, and it's hard to say because so it's, it's not Tom Brady's fault that he's yeah, on a better not team. His, I can't sit here and say
1: like, oh, he's not as good because when he went out, his team still won. Like, yeah. okay, like he has good players. around. Like, I mean,
0: that's true too. Tom I, I can see what you're saying too. Yeah, like, but and Tom Brady also never won a Super Bowl without a top ten defense. Yeah, he
1: never won a Super Bowl without a, a great kicker. <laughs> I don't remember.
0: Yeah, but that it's that a team even. sport, so it goes both ways. You need a team. Man. Yeah, it
1: goes, yeah. I mean.
0: Personally, Tom. personally, I honestly do think Peyton Manning is better than Tom Brady. Mm, Despite and what we're
1: going, as an individual,
0: as an individual, as, as an individual, okay.
1: they, I can see, I can definitely see somebody making that. Argument.
0: If I'm, if I had to start a team from scratch and I had to pick a quarterback, I'm gonna pick Peyton Manning before I pick Tom Brady. I'm, nah, I'm talking about I'm, both in their primes, obviously. I wouldn't go with that one.
1: Not from scratch. If I had a whole bunch of offensive weapons and like receivers, I, I would take Peyton. Manning. But for, like, a team that wants to, like, balance the run and pass and all that other stuff, I guess we can take Tom Brady.
0: I mean, I don't know about that because the Colts had – they used to be able to run the ball. They had Edron James.
1: I I didn't say that they couldn't. I'm just saying, like, I think Tom Brady and that's – like, if we're talking about a guy who's going to air it out, like, we're going to go down the field and that's my MO. Like, I'm throwing – put Marvin Harrison and uh, Reggie Wayne on the side, Stokely in the slot. Their uh, whatever their uh, tight end was at the time, yeah. Fun. Like I'm definitely yeah Tom Brady. I mean, um, Peyton Manning definitely fits that. But would Tom would Peyton Manning have been as good on the teams that Tom Brady was on? Like, as in, would he have won Super Bowls with those teams? Oh, yeah, of I don't
0: know. oh absolutely. If you had, if you telling me if you had Bill Belichick had Peyton Manning, those are are those are two of the greatest football minds ever combined. You telling me that Peyton Manning wouldn't when the only one no rings or only had one ring why
1: did why did Peyton Manning lose all those playoff games
0: because he kept going against Bill Pelichick I'm just
1: asking I'm just trying to get your opinion
0: oh yeah I mean as a Colts fan I mean for I also think
1: they overthrew the ball but
0: well that's what happens when you're not a physical team the Colts back then you got to realize that one the rules were different so there was no holding after five yards and all this other stuff so you know the Colts had a bunch of little receivers. Marvin Harrison is pretty small. Reggie Wayne isn't the biggest guy. Brandon Stokley's small. Dallas Clark's small to be a tight end. They were just yeah. getting they were just getting bullied, honestly. And then
1: I think then I think it's just a, a matter of like everything. It's just situational. Like yeah. you got to be put in the right
0: situation. Yeah. And then you. a lot of times, you know, the Colts would be in Pitt, in Foxborough. That's one yeah. thing. That's one thing that that <laughs> I'll always knock Peyton Manning. That he's not that great of a quarterback. In Bad weather. Cold weather. Yeah, yeah cold weather. And, and the defense wasn't And the defense awful. and the defense never compared to the Patriots ever. Yeah,
1: never. And never So compared. yeah, I mean, like like I said, like a lot of things are just situational. If you get in that situation and you're put in a situation to succeed, then you know, every player's career, even if they're equal, like even if you have two equals players, if I'm putting one franchise, you're putting another, our careers can go completely different directions I mean, by yeah. factors that we don't really control. That's so.
0: true, just ask R G three. Yeah, well, his situation is <laughs> yeah, I like how we segued into a, a quarterback conversation about Tom Brady instead of talking about the rest of the AFC. Uh, I
1: mean, what, what do you want? To I talk mean, I know
0: I don't <laughs> want to talk about the AFC. That's why I liked it; it was great. <laughs> okay. I don't want to talk about the Colts being two and three.
1: Only other AFC no, I have to say is the Raiders are what are they four and They're, one? Uh,
0: four and one. Yeah, Ra- yeah that's a ball
1: I, I think I'm on the Raiders bandwagon.
0: Do you think you're on the Raiders bandwagon, really?
1: I think, they're, I think they're good. I think they're going to win the division. I'll say it. I think they're going to win the division.
0: Do so you think they're going to beat out the Broncos and win that division? Actually, I take that back. <laughs> you, you you got your divisions? Uh, I, wait, wait no, no.
1: I think it's going to be closer than the people think. But, okay,
0: I'll still take the Broncos. Okay. I'll, I'm just double-checking here. I shouldn't have double-checked so that you could have been wrong on the record. Yeah, and That's why I'm a good I was, friend. I had to—for some reason, I had the AFC
1: South in my mind. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was thinking of the Texans, but of the Broncos, but— <laughs> Yeah,
0: never mind. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: But the Raiders, the Raiders, I'm definitely still on the bandwagon.
0: No, they, oh no, they're definitely a playoff team.
1: My only problem with them is, um, every game so far is just a shootout.
0: Well, that's. I mean, that's how a lot of teams are.
1: Yeah, but like that doesn't last. Like you have to be able to. Put I mean, it stop lasts
0: for a regular season.
1: If you want to like go deep, in, I'm talking lot deep into the playoffs.
0: All right. Well, let's let's take some baby steps with the Raiders. Let's see if they can get to the playoffs. <laughs> They're it's talking true. about Super Bowl runs, and they got a second-year quarterback and a second-year. I didn't say Super Bowl runs. I just
1: said they want to make
0: it in the playoffs. Well, I guess that's that's what it sounded like. I'm saying if, if you can get into the playoffs with shootouts, you can't win playoff games in shootouts a lot of the time consistently.
1: And, and that, that's exactly what I was pointing.
0: But I'm at saying let's, let's let them get there first, though. Okay.
1: So you you don't think they're gonna get their wild card?
0: No, they will. They will. They will. But I'm saying your point was you're talking about shootouts shootouts you know, right. you know and, and shootouts work in the regular season that's the only point I'm making that they'll be fine in the regular season they'll be, they'll be fine that's why I think the Colts have a shot to still make to make the playoffs because you know they can put up points they'll be fine in the regular season I think the
1: Colts have a shot to make the playoffs because they but, play in the
0: AFC South well yeah of course I mean who's gonna are the Texans or the Titans or the Jaguars gonna run away with the division honestly the winner of that division I would be shocked if they had more than 10 wins 9 and 7 I mean, I think the Texans are overall a good team. They just their quarterback is wow, just I not play. good. Yeah. It's just it's just they really they paid him all that money and they still have the worst quarterback in that division.
1: I mean, they to their knowledge they didn't. I guess there was no way they could have known he was going to be
0: that. What do you mean, Brock Oswaldo got benched for Peyton Manning last year? You tell me you didn't know he he wasn't going to be good? Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, he wasn't that bad last
0: year. He wasn't that good either. He wasn't good enough to take dead arm Peyton Manning's.
1: Spot. I don't know. That was a weird situation. That's always a weird situation. You have the uh, the uh, the injured starter coming back because they were still winning when Brock Osweiler was there. So technically, you could have made an argument that oh well, they're doing fine. He's you know how they always. Tell I mean, they, they're all they were also know,
0: with they're, they're also winning with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. They're what? They're also winning with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Their like their team is just good.
1: Yeah, but this is hindsight twenty twenty. Like we're looking at it later. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about in that moment when he was playing good it's like the Dak Prescott uh Tony Romo situation now If Dak, if they start Tony Romo and Dak goes to the bench and let's say just for for the sake of my argument Dak goes somewhere next year and he stinks it up everybody's going to say well Dak wasn't that good but at, today at this time it's an actual argument to see who will start and of course it's a little bit skewed because like you said, Brock Constart wasn't playing that well last year, but he also was not playing that bad. He was doing enough to get by. He was he was doing enough that Peyton Manning was doing when he got back, not turning the ball over, making the right pass. You know, they weren't asking him to go out and be Peyton Manning of the Colts and throw it 40 times, you know, put up 200
0: yards plus, no picks, stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm done talking about football. I, I, I'm, it's not, my team's not even good, so I don't like to talk about it for too long.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> when, when my team's not good, I don't, I don't like to talk about it. Because then, because then eventually we're going to start talking about the Colts. I'm going to start talking about how trash everyone is except, like, Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, and, like, three other players. And how our GM had the nerve. All right, bro, all right, bro. <laughs> you started
1: starting to talk. See,
0: to that's me. what I'm saying. Look at this, is what you got me doing. So... So, so tell me, so, the other, no, no, so, to, so what, the Lakers okay, making the playoffs sports. this year? Huh? Lakers making the playoffs? Wow, that was a, a deep segue. No, the Lakers are not making the
1: playoffs this year.
0: Wow. The Lakers are not making the playoffs this year. That's probably the first time I ever heard a Lakers fan say that. Mm, I don't know what
1: Lakers fans are
0: thinking around. Bro, last year, people were saying the Lakers were going to compete for the AFC. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 some people did say
0: that. I do remember that. You didn't? Houston might have said that. Uh,
1: no, I did not. I'm about to
0: go don't. on Twitter and check.
1: I can. I'm on record saying that because I had an <laughs> argument with my roommate about that last
0: year. Some people were and saying he's doing, that he's a Lakers
1: fan like, and he was trying to count the wins that we were going to get. again. I was like, bro. <laughs> oh, I was like, bro. That's that's not happening. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah that, like, you're,
1: you're you're thinking very highly of these guys.
0: Yeah, I was like that Lakers team last year was probably the worst Lakers team I've seen in my entire life. As long as I've been alive, and that's saying a lot with Kobe uh, playing with Kobe, with Kwame Brown, but you still uh, had prime Kobe. You still had prime Kobe. Who'd you have last year? Wash Kobe.
1: No, what are you saying in your life? You said that's saying a lot with Kobe. Kobe only had that once. The only, the only really bad Lakers team I can remember in my lifetime was the year after Shaq left, two thousand four, two thousand five.
0: Yeah, and and last year's team was way worse than that. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what I'm, that's my that's what I'm saying. I was like. The Lakers have had some not not that great teams some years, like since after Shaq left and like before Powell got there. And last year's team was... Well there was only like
1: three seasons and they missed the playoffs that one year, and they made it the next two. So they were average.
0: Yeah, and I'm but I'm just my only point is that last year's team is
1: Yeah, last year's team was definitely the worst. They won oh. they lost 17 games. They were the worst team. I mean, they won 17 games. They're the worst team in franchise history. So like
0: Oh yeah, that's, that is true. I forgot about that. a team
1: it. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, we, got, we
0: have that life. set in stone. That's not even my opinion. I'm stating facts. I didn't even realize that.
1: Yeah, like they're the worst team in that. Like you didn't say anything that
0: I mean, I thought I was until I realized that, yeah. Yeah,
1: don't give yourself that much credit. My fault man. I,
0: that's what I that's why, I, that's, why I, that's why I have my own podcast to give myself credit. <laughs>
1: Um, but the Lakers, I've been watching preseason basketball.
0: You've and, been watching the Lakers preseason basketball. That's dedication. Yeah,
1: I've been watching. First of all, actually, let's get into before we talk about the Lakers preseason basketball. Let's get into. I think we'll talk about the rookie of the year race
0: first. All right, that's fine.
1: So, uh, so you who got do Brennan,
0: you, know, you got Brandon Ingram running? Nah. Uh, who
1: do you think is gonna <laughs> win rookie
0: of the year? Joel Embiid probably. Well, Joel, wait, Joel Embiid he is. He's a yeah. He's a rookie. He's never played. He's cleared to play basketball. Well, first yeah. of all, yeah, he's been playing in the basketball. preseason. You just told me you've been watching preseason. Joel I said I've been watching
1: Lakers preseason oh. basketball. I didn't say I was watching Sixers preseason basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, Joel Embiid's been basketball playing. Basketball. Joel Embiid has scored NBA points
1: in the preseason.
0: Well, yeah, but that I means same different. Can yeah, you mean,
1: be a rookie two years after you got drafted? It's been two years. I yeah,
0: think. but he's never played in the NBA, so he's yeah. But drafted.
1: I feel like it has to be a cutoff day one. There is no
0: cutoff. Got plenty, plenty of foreigners. Correct. Plenty of foreigners get drafted and then go overseas. And then that's they, different
1: though. Joel Embiid's literally just been sitting on the sidelines.
0: I mean, it's not that much of a difference. As long as you're not playing in the NBA, that's all that matters.
1: Well, you got Joel Embiid. I think it's going to be um.
0: I Buddy was Hill. gonna. It was Ben Simmons before he got hurt.
1: I think it's going to be Buddy Hill. Right now, I would say Buddy
0: Hill. Hmm. And, I, 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 and I
1: have my reasons for
0: that. I mean, I can kind of see that. Because I feel like for it to be a rookie of the year, you actually have to be on a decent team.
1: I, no, I just think you have to score a lot of points, and I think Buddy Hill is... I mean, first of all, let me let me say this. If Ben Simmons comes back, he's out for three months. If he comes back you know, like, lives up to another number one pick, he'll overtake Buddy Hill. But I think if we're just talking about... You brought Jordan and be who I wasn't even thinking about. But if we're talking about the Ben Simmons, the Buddy Hills, and the Brandon Ingrams of the world, I'm looking at the offense that Buddy Hill is in, the position that he's in and the preseason game that he's played so far, uh, the shots are gonna be there for Buddy Hill. Like it's his to like he could take that. Yeah. Every year because he's gonna have the opportunity. And now if he takes it or not, that's one thing. But I'm saying like judging about what he judging from what he's done in the preseason so far and looking at what I think the Pelicans are going to do, like, I don't know if he's gonna be the starter for sure. But yeah. I, I, he's definitely going to be the sixth man, I'm thinking.
0: I feel like right for, rookie, for rookie for of the year, I feel like
1: you need to... And just, he's going to have those points. He's going to have the opportunity to shoot. And he is a shooter. And rookie of the year has always been whatever rookie basically scores the most points.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many shots he'll have. There's a, They have a lot of guys on that team. Who, they do. But who have, who for, shoot the ball. So I don't know, like, if he... Obviously, he's not the first option. I don't think he's the second option. He might be the second option. I don't think I, he's the second From
1: option. what I've seen of, of his preseason games, I've watched a few well, a few minutes of him playing preseason games, and I, I went back and watched some of his uh, highlights.
0: You also and have I to think, consider that Drew Holiday is, is out. You think who? I'm,
1: I think he's out. Somebody's injured right now. Yeah, Drew
0: playing. Holiday. Huh? Drew Holiday, the point guard. Drew yeah, Holiday. oh,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he could be taking Drew Holiday's extra shots. But I'm looking at their office. I'm just like, he has.
0: I mean, he's he's the best shooter on the team, so he'll 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 get his shots.
1: Yeah, he has the shots, and it's shots for them there. If you look at Brandon Ingram, he's not starting, and then he's playing with four other young guys, and then who knows if Nick Young's going to make the team, and you got Lou Williams, and it's just like the Lakers aren't asking him to, especially if you've been watching preseason basketball, like I've been watching it for The Lakers preseason basketball game, they're not asking him to do a lot. Like, I heard one guy say uh, they, they think Brandon English is going to be a star. He just doesn't need to be a star Tuesday night in Bakersfield uh, or wherever we played the Kings at uh, in the Honda Center Tuesday night in the preseason game. We're not asking to be that. I don't know if all season we're ever going to ask him to be that guy.
0: Well, yeah, that's why he signed Lou Dane.
1: Yeah, so like, and, and I, we get that that have Lord Dang contract too because that four years, that's a long time. But, yeah, uh, I think the I have a theory about what the Lakers gonna do with a bullway with that. So we can get into that with the Lakers when we talk about the Lakers. But other than that, um, I just think right now it really depends on what Ben Simmons does when he comes back.
0: Yeah, I think it's between Ben Simmons I feel like Joel Embiid is more of a dark horse. I don't know how many minutes he's actually gonna get to the do not how good he's
1: gonna. I, I couldn't really tell you with one. No, he's the, gonna be good. No, sense.
0: he's he's gonna be good. If you if you see some of his highlights and just like him moving.
1: I, I haven't. That's what I'm saying. He hasn't played in. Bro, so he long. almost I, he I've,
0: almost made a three point shot like, and he looked smooth.
1: Okay. I now, mean, it's about time you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah has I mean, Sam Pinky as a genius. Like, I don't think he's a genius at all. But.
0: No, nah, I think he is. He's about I to be. He, he's about I to be great. He's about to have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons on the same team.
1: I don't think that's it. I don't
0: think anything about what Sammy he did was genius. I mean, I don't. And, I mean, I don't know if he's a genius, but it was smart.
1: Mm, I don't know. I don't think it was that smart. I don't. I don't think it was as smart as people. I think it's more obvious. Like he literally drafted the best player, but he tanked to do that. I'm looking at the Sixers, and they've been bad for for so long.
0: I mean, but there's been a, there's other teams who've been just as bad, or not just oh, wait, as bad, but Wait, bad. But I'm gonna
1: compare this, right? Look at the Sixers and the Lakers. When the Sixers were still, like, sorry and tanking, the Lakers were still kind of afloat. And and then they fell off. And in that less time period, the Lakers have just as much youth and, like, pieces to move and play with as the Sixers have had and traded away. And the Sixers still, like, right now, I would argue that the Lakers are in a better position than the 76ers. And Um, this is not my fandom. This is looking at the teams. The
0: the Lakers have, right now, on their actual rosters, they have... The more young guys, but the Sixers have more draft picks, for one. They have a ton of draft picks still. Them and the Celtics they have a ton of draft picks. and That's true. That is true. That and is true. and the Sixers. I'm, just, I'm
1: just saying, like, the tanky thing, everybody's like, like, Haley, man, is a genius. First of all, these guys haven't panned out. The guys he drafted before didn't pan out. And, and we don't know, like, they tanked for all that. And I'm just looking at it compared to the Lakers and other teams who have been, were kind of average or good when, when the Sixers were sorry. Who fell down to when the Sixers they both were sorry, and now they're rising back up to the same level the Sixers have done. This this has been like a, a nearly a, a four or five year process of Philadelphia, and every other team that has we've seen this, they're like a two, three, and they're like right at the same I spot. mean,
0: well, for one, as it wasn't right their now. fault. It wasn't their fault that Joan B got hurt because he because he is by far before Ben Simmons he would have been their best player by far, and I don't think they would have been nearly as bad. So that's some, at least a little bit. Uh, of a, I, I guess a, a minor excuse is that he's been hurt. Um, they got Dario Saric coming over from Europe, but, uh, like two, um and then they got they finally have a point. Well, they had a point guard. They got rid of instruments Smith, but I don't know. I just feel like there's plenty of teams where who wish they probably would have done what the Sixers did. Like look at like uh, like the Kings for example. They've just been bad. Like and they have, they've done nothing.
1: I mean I, I guess. I also don't like how many big men they've taken took but at the same time I did just say they literally took the best player so and that's you can't like if a big man is allegedly the best player in the draft then that's who you have to take if that's your motto but I'm just saying like they uh, I don't know I, I don't I'm not saying Sam Hankey like I definitely think he gets he's getting like he was a scapegoat but I don't think he's as like much of a genius that everybody now wants to like oh after the fact sam Hankey is such a genius they need to build a, a rocky statue for him like no they he's still like
0: i mean who are was, these people who are these people saying that sam Hankey is a good genius
1: about? i when after they fired sam Hanky this season when they took ben simmons and people were looking at this roster like oh wow like they have a lot of young talent which they do and like people were saying like wow like we may have uh, Pre-judge Sam you like his plan may have worked. Like in five, six years, they may have to thank Dinkins, which they might, because he literally was the one who started the plan and you know drafted these guys. But I don't think he was a genius in doing that. I just think he did something that maybe other people were too scared to do, or maybe his back was against the wall and that's all he could do. It wasn't like they had any money to lay at big free agents at the time. Or
0: oh, they had tons of money. Oh, they had tons of money. They refused. They refused to spend money because they, they wanted to lose. I feel like. You touched on it. Like, he did something that people were scared to do, and that was lose on purpose to get the best odds to the number one draft pick. Is that
1: really genius,
0: though? I mean, I don't know. Genius probably isn't is that the right genius? word. Genius? Like,
1: is that, was that like, okay, you did it, but was that genius?
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't think I've ever seriously thought that Sam Hintu was a genius. I think he's, he was smart to do it. Because I, I, I mean, and it's not cool. Like I don't enjoy people. I don't know. Drinking. I don't know if
1: it's, it, how many options he had. I can't tell you what the Sixers were were in five, six five six years ago, but I don't remember who. I don't remember any them being any serious free agent. Free agency race. Maybe they didn't put themselves in the race.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. They didn't even their front, put themselves in their the front they, office. I'm just saying that I think he did something that everyone was scared to do and yeah, yeah, I ab- was take advantage that, like, of the system and that's smart if you're doing something that no one else is doing to me that's smart
1: I mean also that theory is bound to work eventually
0: okay that's, then do the theory then <laughs> Then that, that's like, more reason it, to do but it
1: we could, but okay but we could sit here and the Sixers could be bad like six years from now and they could finally turn around and be good And people could be saying oh the Sam Hinky theory finally worked out and they, Everybody in Philadelphia is going to be like, yo, it took 11 years for
0: this all to right, well that's now, All right, well, right, that's, that's a little excessive.
1: I'm just saying, man.
0: Like, I don't know. That's a little excessive. Uh, they've been bad.
1: They've been a little excessively bad for a while now. There was no other way in the world you could have figured this out.
0: I mean, there's been plenty of other people trying to do it different ways, and it hasn't worked out for them either. Yeah. The, I mean, I can go down the list. There's tons of teams that... Name them. That I mean the Nets Well the Nets were the Nets. Were they never made the game. playoffs
1: in that time frame. The Nets now I mean we're at the Nets now as being bad and in the next couple years are gonna be bad, but in the recent history from when the Sixers have been bad, the Nets were bad and kinda okay and bad again. I mean, do you like,
0: want is that is that an accomplishment if they're if the team is I okay? Don't, I mean, we don't
1: know. Like what if the Nets turn around and win a championship before the Sixers?
0: They that that won't happen.
1: I won't, but I'm just... Well, actually, we don't, <laughs> That's we not don't gonna know. Happen. Like, That's not
0: going to happen. One, the, the Nets, you can't even name three people on the Nets roster right now, and they don't have a first-round pick the next, like, two uh, For... I mean,
1: um... <laughs> cuz from Indiana.
0: Cuz from Indiana, is not that does not count. <laughs>
1: Why he's on the roster?
0: <laughs> you, don't, you don't even Yo, know who he, he is. Listen, <laughs> you couldn't even. You couldn't even pick him out, out of a police lineup.
1: I can. He's little Cus from Indiana. <laughs>
0: That's like 0.25 of one, because you might have guessed his, like, college, right? Maybe. I'm looking the at the. Hell? I got the no, roster. He definitely went
1: to Indiana. I know that.
0: I'm looking he at the roster, and in I don't even see anyone from Indiana on there. Actually, yes, I do. I know who you're talking yeah. about.
1: Yes, he's number eleven on Indiana. Like, I know but that. He's not,
0: but he's not. But he's like, he's not good. Like, he's we just there.
1: He's on the. He's on the NBA roster, so. He's a paid professional, so I expect something out of him.
0: I guess. I mean, how much do you expect from Roy Hibbert last year?
1: Uh, I, I I didn't expect too much from Roy Hibbert, <laughs> but I expected him to be better than he was. The problem with the Lakers last year was uh, Byron Scott, but we're not gonna get into that. So yeah, so I listened to a podcast where they they they've said Byron Scott so many times that they play a game where they don't say Byron Scott's name when they refer to. Him as a coach, because they'll just end up blaming him for everything,
0: but they always end up alluding to his name some way, shape or form. All right, so, so are you done? Are you have you given up on the three people on the Mets roster?
1: Oh, um, ah, I just had this debate with my roommate the other day. It was, uh, uh, they got one of the Lopez brothers still? Yeah, okay, that's two. Oh, Jeremy Lynn, that's three.
0: How you get cuz from Indiana, one of the Lopez brothers, and Jeremy Lynn? That counts as three. That's <laughs> on the roster. You don't even know the dude from Indiana's name.
1: It's it's something like it has something Yogi Pharrell like uh Yeah,
0: you're Yogi Pharrell.
1: Yeah, see? I knew it was something weird like that,
0: but Congrats. You named three people on the net roster. Hey. From that's more, that's and, and, more
1: than everybody else in Brooklyn can name on the roster. Yeah,
0: they're yeah, they're they're bad. So I don't even. How do we even get on this, talking about the Nets? Uh, how we? T- why are we talking about game, bad teams? Game. We started talking about the Lakers, and the teams just got worse and worse Nah, nah, nah. we
1: started talking about the uh, rookie. Don't. We can get into the Lakers
0: though. Uh, no, I don't. I've been talking about enough bad teams. So let's talk about something good. Wow. <laughs> We've been talking about trash teams for too long. The Lakers are
1: not going
0: to be a trash team right there. Uh. What? Uh, let me. I can count all the teams that are better than Lakers. They, Come on now, I mean, like, we know <laughs> that, but
1: I'm, they're not going to be trash.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's not too many trash teams. There's going to be a bunch of like below-average teams, but just relative to everyone else, they're going to be kind of trash.
1: I can tell you a whole bunch of below-average teams. are going to be basically every team under the fourth seed. Probably the fourth seed included in the Eastern Conference.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's true. There's going to be a, a mush pile of it's just just a like, bunch of not a bunch of mediocre...
1: Yeah, we're kind of better than you, then we're kind of not. It
0: just depends on the night, depends on who's playing who, depends on who you got a good night's sleep.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> the East, and this is the problem with the East. Everybody keeps saying the East is bad. The East is not bad, and it's not been bad since I don't know when. All that happened is, the top team got so good. Top two teams. And everybody else kind of, like, evened out and became, like, average. So they played each other, and people got confused because two average teams going at each other looks sort of entertaining, right? Like, because nobody's really standing out. So you're thinking like, "Oh, this is good basketball." It's like, no, they're these are not good basketball teams.
0: Yeah, overall. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I, 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 that's I know. why.
1: That's me personally. Why like I was so avid last year that the Warriors who blew a three-one league in the finals were going to beat the Cavaliers. Because I was like, I watched the Stephen Cavaliers play down to their opponents when they played Toronto. And Toronto is not a good basketball team. Please stop trying to convince yourself people that the Toronto Raptors are a good basketball. In any other era, the Toronto Raptors would be fighting for a 7th or 8th seed. Maybe 6th. They're not good. Please. They're not good. They're just not that good. They're overachievers. They're just an average basketball. And I just...
0: You you feel really passionate about the Raptors here.
1: I just, I hate watching, I hate watching teams just get more credit to make this
0: error sometimes. I mean, I, I mean, hey, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: So, someone, had, someone, thought, had, someone, had,
0: someone had to get there.
1: <laughs> okay, and thank you. That, <laughs> that's my point. Like, somebody else to get there. Hey, um,
0: they gave Cleveland a good run, kind of, sort of.
1: They did. They did. And I was rooting for them while they did it, because I wanted to see, you know... You wanted to see the
0: Raptors in the finals?
1: No, no, no. I just wanted to see, like, some competitive games. Oh, true. But then it gets to a point where it's just like, all right, Cleveland's going to win this series. I don't want to see... I don't want to see that Toronto Like, you know when a series gets to the point where it's like, I don't even want to see them win no more, because... the other team win, because you know one team's going to end it, so it's like, just end it now, rather than later. But, uh... Yeah... The East is, it's just average. Like, it's just. Uh, every, like, the Bulls, like, how good do people really think the Bulls
0: are? Oh, they're going to not gonna be
1: good. I just, I don't see how they can shoot the basketball.
0: Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. Hmm. The Knicks, like, I'm not a
1: big doubt on the Knicks. I, I want the Knicks to be good. I just don't think they are.
0: They're good if they could hypothetically stay healthy, which isn't really realistic, so they're not going to be good. But if they—if that did somehow happen, then they could be pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But even if they could be pretty good, then you have to think back to who we're talking about in the New York Knicks. And they're always an accident waiting to happen in, in our lifetime. And really, in basketball history, think really about
0: True. We need to talk about a real champion and talk about the Spurs.
1: I mean, we to talk about them. But how do we do that when we have a team for that has 16 rings? A fan of a team who has 16 games on the podcast. So let's talk about
0: the team that everybody <laughs> came here. Oh, yeah, all right, let's talk about the Lakers. What do you want to talk about? Right, I want to talk I'm to about... make this real short and sweet. <laughs> all right, so you haven't been watching these preseason games. Yeah, that, that is true. I have but, not been watching any preseason games.
1: But you told me earlier that you thought uh, Clarkson, and do, I mean, Clarkson and Russell played good together.
0: I mean, based on like the real games I saw last year, you know?
1: I think right now we have Lou Williams starting up the two. I don't know if that's a... You know, it's preseason. I'm not going to much my stock in the lineups. I'm guessing that's
0: probably what... You know, Lou Williams is going to have to guard real players. God bless. Yeah, that's that's the downside. him? <laughs> I'm guessing,
1: who? no, but he's going to have to guard somebody mentioned. Like, if you came off the bench, he would have to guard well,
0: somebody. Yeah, but you're guarding someone way worse because you're guarding another bench player if you're coming off the bench generally. You're yeah, usually, allegedly, but, but I mean, defense wins. is
1: still bad. The defense is still bad. Yeah, but it's but still... I definitely see your point. Like, um, I don't know. I, I'm thinking right now he's blue. I mean, uh, Luke Walton is just trying to find his fits. I, I'm very interested, though, to see how this team looks two years down the road. Two, three years down the road. Because what happens when you get a group of young players who can all be like, have the potential to be better than average, like maybe one superstar, maybe two superstars arise, they never stay together. That's just how the NBA works, right? You look at like, remember when the Lakers had Kobe, Shaq? I mean, that team was a little bit different, right? But you had Kobe, Shaq, Eddie Jones, Nick Van Exel. Those guys cannot, they weren't gonna coexist forever, right? Even if you look in recent history, you had, um. KD, uh, Russell, and James Harden. Like, somebody has to go.
0: So I'm wondering who's the
1: guy that has to go. Who are the guys? Because right now you have Ingram, right? you have Randall, Nance, you have Russell, you have JC. JC being the oldest. um, So I guess his his ceiling you can kind of predict the most as of right now. And then, then you have Zubox, right? Who's the project coming on? And then you still got Brown, who's probably going to be a three and D guy. But out of that first five I named, like, what are their ceilings? And I'm then not, you even Randall and Nance, like, always battling with each other.
0: Yeah, so, I don't. I am not. I do not like Julius Randle playing back his,
1: his offense, like,
0: he's like a he's like a big out of control Lance fan. Yeah, like I don't.
1: That I just, that spin move that. Oh, it was cool when he could take, like you know, he can take it off the glass and handle it, but you know the move, like you know his moves. He's gonna hit the spin and be out of control.
0: Yeah, he doesn't. He still doesn't have a right hand.
1: He doesn't really have a consistent jump shot. He
0: doesn't. Yeah, he just doesn't really do anything that great. He, he but like, what's his ceiling
1: though? Oh, that's really that's what we're trying to figure. Because he technically has only played one season, and last season, if we want to be completely honest, it's hard for any young player to develop around the show that was going on last year. I don't think Byron Scott was a good coach to develop young talent. I don't think he's ever been a good coach to develop, to, to develop young talent. All the teams he's been successful on have basically been veteran leadership, had veteran leadership at the time that he was there.
0: This is very um, true. I, 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 that's, and that's the one thing about D'Angelo Russell. Whenever I begin to talk about D'Angelo Russell, I try not to hold a uh, year against him.
1: Yeah, and then you can't really... On top of that, you had a, a aging superstar who probably, you know
0: shouldn't have
1: been playing. Right, but he didn't want the light, but I don't even blame it all on Kobe because I was looking at there out there some nights like, like, why does Byron Scott have him in the game? Like no, they yeah, would I don't, Kobe I don't would rest some games. nights and I'd be like, well, what is he resting for? He's not coming back next season, he might as well play other games. And the other games we'd be losing and Kobe still be out there. And I'm like, This is the perfect time to play the young players that you're benching for no reason. Like he said top Ti, tie uh black. Um wasn't playing, this is an exact quote from Byron Scott. He's not playing balls out enough.
0: Who,
1: who? But he's our best, right as of right now, he is probably our best uh, big man so far that I've seen in the preseason. Who? Him and dance.
0: Charles Black?
1: I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I've never seen him not hustle, but that was an exact quote from Byron Scott. So, like, how do you develop somebody when you're just sitting on the bench and you're not, the offense was so
0: stagnant, like, Hey, man practice you you're supposed to get better in practice
1: I mean not when they're just running suicides <laughs> for no reason just because uh, Byron Scott said so like me and magic used to do this in the 80s it's gonna make you better like come on man like I definitely get that you have to teach young players you know some respect and you know to earn it but some of the times when he some of the things he was saying some of the things he would bench players were on and then from the quotes that I'm hearing guys say now, like, they're saying stuff like, now we know why we're doing certain stuff, or stuff is being explained to us. Like, these dudes are really 19 years old. Like, honestly, they're really nice. <laughs> like, it's not a joke. Like, yeah, I, mean, I think i just turned 19, like, a week ago. Yeah. Like, he has to, like, play, like, some way, shape, or form to get better. Like, so that's what Russell basically, I mean, Randall, I, like, where's his ceiling at, right? I definitely think right now Nance just fits better, but like, I don't know, like, do you want to trade a guy away? Like, if we trade Russell away and it becomes like, I mean Randall, I'm sorry, away and he becomes like a superstar, like, do we feel bad about that? Or is it like, well, he just wasn't going to happen, pan out here, like,
0: where does that lie? I mean, for one, I don't, if Julius, I'd be shocked if Julius Randall became a superstar anyway. But yeah, I mean, he definitely won't be a superpower in the Lakers. I just don't think he really fits with the team dynamic too much. And then what do you go with Clarkson? Because he's not really a two, but he's not really a one. I Maybe mean, so like a bunch of guys three. like that. That's not really a big deal. You just put him out there somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is. I'm just, I'm just, you know, like you have five young guys that you're banking the future on. Like, just mathematically speaking, all these guys are not going to be here. I mean, yeah did on top of that getting minutes this year you got Dang right you don't know if World Peace is going to make the roster Uh, you got Young is going to make the roster you know I thought it was very interesting last night that we started um, we started Nick Young over Brandon Ingram because Dang was out I would have thought we would have started Brandon Ingram because the whole talk in the offseason that we weren't going to bring Young back and he's not going to play so now that we've started him it makes me believe that we might keep him because it I feel like you want Brandon Ingram to get as many minutes as possible, especially in the preseason where he can develop. Like he can basically go out there, and I would have told him, if you're going to come off the bench of the regular season, if he was on my team and I was Dang was going to be out for a preseason game, I would have started him and told him like for the first couple for the extra minutes that you're out there with the starters, like be a little extra aggressive because I want to I would want to see what he could do and get him those extra minutes. So if he messes up or anything, like it's like okay, it's a preseason game. He's getting minutes under his belt. But the fact that you put young out there makes you believe like we're gonna keep young around. But then I don't want to put too much stock into it because it is a preseason game. You know, Luke Walton could just be playing with lineups at this point.
0: Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like you're just gonna drive yourself crazy if you're looking looking into preseason games. Oh yeah, I
1: mean that's definitely true. I'm just looking at it because this is the first Laker team like that we don't know about, right? Every year you had some, like, for 20 years you had some, like, consistency. Like, you knew Kobe was going to be there, Shaq, Robert Roy, Derek Fisher. Then you knew Kobe was going to be there, Derek Fisher, Paul Gasol. Then you knew Kobe was just going to be there. If anybody else, you knew Kobe was going to fill in at that one spot. And you kind of, like, place other people around them. But this year you have so much young talent and uh, just so many possibilities. You just really don't know where you're going to go with that. But I think it should be a very interesting season. They've been playing. D'Angelo Russell has been playing really good so far. Last year, my biggest complaint with him is he just looked looked like he wasn't ready for the moment. Looked like he didn't even belong sometimes. Especially early. in the season.
0: Yeah, first first couple months he looked kind of scared, but yeah, but now like
1: last it. game he had thirty three. The game before that he had twenty one, I think. And yeah, he run the offense good. The offense looked like it's not just standing around and iso. Uh, defenses, you know, I mean, they're young guys. They look, they they at least look like they're trying this year. So, I mean, that's just my take on the Los Angeles
0: just like Uh, I mean, I mean, I appreciate your dedication and and fortitude to...
1: A lottery team. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, to to really dedicate yourself to a team that is going to be a lottery team and then not keep its first-round pick. Uh... He's
1: protected if it's top three, right? I mean, yeah, but I
0: don't think you're either going to be top three
1: bad. The Spurs were in this situation, you'd be doing the same thing.
0: I mean, yeah, that's true. But that's happening to you have know, Greg Popovich in Kawhi. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that kind of thing.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, because you... Uh, yeah, I you wish could, podcasts were around in
1: 1999 or 1998, 1998. Yeah. To see how you would react it. Y'all yeah, had the number one overall
0: pick. well, I was like five, so I'm not sure how it was. that's what i'm saying i I wish we were like, <laughs> oh, just like just move everything back like fifteen years
1: yeah,
0: like, oh man, oh, yeah, that'd be amazing that it'd been like if y'all got the number one pick and got currently down
1: no, I'm saying that season like. Like that when y'all were allowed to pick that season, I just want to have watched that whole season and watch you like.
0: Oh, oh well, yeah. Well, that season it was all bad because David Robinson was out for the whole year, so you you kind of knew you just knew it was coming. We were in tank mode. We were in tank mode all year. <laughs> yeah,
1: the hour that Sixers. Yeah, we were Santa on that County Sixers. Sixers. We
0: we're on that Sixers grind for a year because David Robinson was out. Like.
1: Uh. But speaking more about the Western teams, a lot of people like the Jazz. I kind of don't.
0: I like the jazz. I like the jazz. They play good defense. They
1: got good defense. They're a playing game. good defense. I don't think they're gonna take that next step that everybody is crazy saying they're gonna
0: take. I think they're gonna take this the next step before the Timberwolves do. That's mm. that's the yeah. most, that's the most overhyped team, the Timberwolves. I think.
1: I don't think they're overhyped. I think they're everybody sees what they could be, but we. We're just forgetting that they're still some time away.
0: Hey, look, my, look, Adam, look, Adam said that the Timberwolves he said they're
1: gonna make the AFC seed and, and be a, a uh, top
0: three seed, and those are and, that, and he's not the only person who thinks things like that.
1: Nah, I don't think I don't see that. But my thing with the Jazz is they people are saying they're gonna be a top four team in the West.
0: I mean, really, and outside of the first three teams, anyone could be the fourth team.
1: Yeah, that that's my next statement, right? That's a thirteen. That's about a thirteen game jump, if I'm Correct. They didn't make the playoffs last year. So you're going to tell me they're going to win 13 games, which is kind of believable, right? Because like you said, I, after the top three, I actually do have them probably at fourth or fifth. But after that, like, once they get into the playoffs, I don't see them making it.
0: Where are you getting 13? Why did they have to get a 13? Where did that, where did that number come from?
1: I, I think it's a it was a 13-game jump from their record last year in fourth seed.
0: Yeah, but I'm I don't wrong. think I mean, but I don't think the same record is going to be because I think a lot of times... I'm just basing it, it off of last year. That's
1: all I can base it on.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I can't.
1: I can't predict what the record is going to be this year.
0: Yeah, so why are you making predictions?
1: I'm not. I'm saying I'm. I'm basing it off of last year. I'm saying like, if you're averaging off of last year, I'm saying I can't predict what the records are going to be. Like, I couldn't say, oh, well, they won 17 games extra this year. That's the jump. I'm just saying, if we're basing it off of last year, we're saying it's going to be a third around a 13 game jump. Which I think that's pretty understandable. Like, if you don't make the... If you're in the eighth, the ninth seed, like... You tell me you're going to be the fourth seed the next season. I would say you you want an extra 10 to... Eight to 13 games. Like, that sounds pretty reasonable.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just basing it off of last year. That's just where my knowledge is coming from. But, um... Whatever jump they make, right? I could see them being the fourth seed because... After that, the West is kind of like... A little bit upgraded version that we just said about the East, but like once they get on that fourth seed, I don't see them making too much noise in the playoffs.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see it because it'll be the first time that they all made the playoffs. I really think that I think the Grizzlies are fourth best team um, right now. With
1: I think the Grizzlies are going to take a step backwards as well.
0: I don't see that they're getting Marcus All back. They added Chandler Parsons.
1: One Ch- Chandler Parsons is the definition of. Doesn't come to ball every
0: night. I mean, that's fine, but look who they're who, look who he's upgrading over.
1: Yeah, I, I think the Grizzlies. My biggest concern with them, and I said this to a guy on Twitter, is everybody's getting a year older, and they're not. Yeah.
0: Well, for one, they don't even have Zach Randolph starting anymore, which is a good move by them. But, yeah. And there's no way, there's no way you're gonna sit here and tell me that Chandler Parsons is gonna be on the Memphis Grizzlies and not try hard. That's a team that you don't go out there and just walk around. With you telling me Tony Allen and, and Zach Randolph are going to look at Chandler Parsons and let him just do whatever he wants?
1: I mean, Probably be... not. No, but I'm just saying, like, I'm saying now everybody's a year older. Like, is, is Tony Allen still going to be first team all defense at 33, I think,
0: he is. Yeah, 33, age? 34. But that's the whole point of adding more. Like, often.
1: where's the scoring coming from? Like, are you still relying on defense? Like, Chandler Parsons, I guess, is your score?
0: Like, well, know. Marcus All is their best player. Their best two players are coming back from injury.
1: Uh, Mike Conley and
0: Microsoft.
1: Yeah, I mean Chandler Parsons is going to be your like next shooter. I read an article. They said they want to use him like LeBron used, uh, like uh, he was used, like LeBron was used in Miami. I mean, I could just see them taking a step backwards. Like they were injury riddled last year, right? Is that it? It's not far off to say they're going to be. They could that could happen again, right?
0: Well, yeah, but I'm I'm going off the basis that. I'm not. I mean, I can't predict injuries. I'm just going off if everyone's healthy.
1: Mm, I can see that.
0: So I mean, I, I mean, if, you're I, I injuries, if, if they're good.
1: healthy and they meet a Jazz in the playoffs today, right now, i would probably take the uh, Grizzlies. Well, yeah, you should. They the best. So my, that so that's kind of proving my point about the Jazz. I don't think they're gonna be this. I know dudes who's saying they're going to go, like, they're going to play off on and make a push. Like, and I'm just like, I don't, oh, I'm I, looking I, at the I'm roster. I'm I just, don't like, know. I don't, don't
0: know who, what dudes you associate yourself with. I haven't heard anything like that. <laughs> Man, are
1: you keeping up with NBA, like, NBA Twitter, like, people who supposedly know basketball, all this stuff?
0: No, because they don't know basketball. So why would I keep up with it?
1: ESPN, I don't, I've heard it many places before.
0: Uh, I don't know, man. You're, you're plugged in into, a, into a different group of people than me.
1: So what are your people saying about
0: the Jazz? I mean, what similar to what you're saying, but not, but probably to a lesser degree. Mm. Pro, probably to a lesser degree. I'm hearing, I'm hearing more Timberwolves making a big push.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely hearing that. But everybody, I'm hearing that saying that is saying like, i mean it's saying what you're saying.
0: Honestly, I think I'm the hearing Thunder, other
1: people say that, but I don't think it's really going to happen.
0: I, honestly, I think the Thunder will still be around a four seed. Four. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna drop off yeah. quite as much as people would think they will.
1: Yeah, I watched their I watched was watching some of their uh of the game. Of course they were playing like Will McGrath or somebody. Um so you can't put you can't put talking you can't put too much talk in that. But uh, they look I think the Thunder are gonna be good because their front court is just so still so good.
0: Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I
1: nobody in the NBA really has that except for the Spurs.
0: It's very true.
1: Oh well, I guess you can say uh, Memphis, if you know.
0: Yeah, not Zabernoff not as much. Play some
1: good minutes, you know. Yeah, maybe Zach, Zach
0: Randolph is is kind of up there, so not not as much, not in twenty sixteen.
1: Yeah, yeah, not a twenty, but I'm saying like for like five ten minute stretches, maybe, you yeah. know, that could happen. But like on a consistent starting in and out every night, like they have front courts, good. Like,
0: yeah. It's just good. That's true. Last last point I'll make before we wrap it up. I'll, I'll get in my Spurs comment. I, I think I think the Spurs are gonna be really good. I think I think they're gonna be more competitive with the Warriors than people give them credit for. Do you hear me clapping, Mr. Like, obvious,
1: like Captain Obvious?
0: Yeah, no, but you didn't even let me finish my statement. Oh, okay. Yeah, you over here clapping. I said I just said that they're gonna be really competitive with the Warriors.
1: Now, who, who said they weren't? <laughs> like, a lot of people said everybody... they
0: weren't. I mean, I think they could beat the Warriors in a series.
1: Who said who
0: said they couldn't? <laughs> a lot of people you go on Twitter right now and poll who would win in a seven game. Right First of all,
1: you just told me to not
0: Well <laughs> not that, okay, I'm trying to you those are the people you talk to, so go poll them and ask. Those are the people you talk to, me. Look, I'm telling you to do it. Joel, if you if you, you're asking who says that.
1: I don't I've never heard anybody say they can't beat them. Like you're saying like it's well, yeah, like no one
0: talk, well no one talks about the Spurs to even make a statement about them.
1: Yeah, but nobody's a, nobody who watches basketball is an idiot, like, well, nah, I take that. Nobody who, like, yeah, that statement was gone. I shouldn't have said that. Um, <laughs> like, people aren't, most people, I guess what I'm trying to say most people aren't idiots. Like, they don't talk about the Spurs, but we know they're there, like, I know they're there, at least. I think the Spurs are going to be really competitive with the Warriors because, and I know I told you this before, that y'all don't have any room protection, in my mind, at least, um, but I don't know who guards all of us all and Lamar just if Lamarcus just decides to show up all the whole series this time. I don't know who guards them on the Warriors. And like, I just don't know who I'm looking at the Warriors and I'm thinking like wow they're really gonna have to shoot it out. Like shoot out
0: Yeah, they're gonna bird. they're gonna Way they're else. gonna play they're gonna play so many minutes with small ball.
1: Yeah, like they don't have to shoot it out. Like I'm talking Clay Thompson, Curry, and KD hot at the same time.
0: Like Yeah, the only the only the hole right now that the Spurs have is that is that point guard. Tony Parker's got ga- Tony Parker's gotta point adjust guard his game. Or point. Guard? What's up?
1: Backup point guard or point guard? Point guard, guard like, in
0: general. This point guard. Starting? Starting point guard. Backup point guard. I mean I like Patty Mills, but P- Tony Parker's gotta adjust his game. To fit with us, because he's still to score first. We have too many options for him. He's just not. He's just not where he needs to be, in my opinion, to be playing crunch time minutes guarding, you know, Stephen Curry or whatever.
1: That's a bold statement, and I wish I could say something on that, but I've never heard that before, and I don't even know what to say about that.
0: About what, Tony Parker?
1: That what you just said. He's he doesn't need to be playing crunch time minutes. I've never heard anybody say that before.
0: I mean, he needs to. If he's playing crunch time minutes, he needs to play better than what he did all of last season, regular season, postseason, whatever. He, he was a weak link. Our whole backcourt was a weak, was our weak link last year. We lost because our backcourt was bad. Danny Green was bad. Tony Parker was bad. Patty Mills was okay, but he had a down year. Uh, Manu, Manu was Dan, average, but...
1: Danny Green was definitely bad. Manu was definitely old. Uh, I can't speak on Patty Mills, having... Well, yeah, because I feel like a lot of shots didn't go in for him that went in before.
0: Yeah. So I guess
1: that's right. But the Tony Parker one, outside of Westbrook just kinda like taking over, which I would kind of expect anyway. I don't I couldn't I don't know, I haven't I haven't been watching Tony Parker close enough to, to make that assumption. Of course you watch more sports for his basketball and more into it and care about it
0: more than I He just knew. he just is he it's not even that he has to get better, he just has to change how he plays. We just need him to be more facilitating versus... Yeah, I can't... That's
1: what I'm saying. I'll take your word for it. I'm not saying... So that's
0: that's a whole... That's a question. And we need another ball handler outside of him. Like, we need Kyle Anderson to step up. um, And take more of a ball handling role. So do you guys
1: beat the Warriors, or do you think you can beat the Warriors?
0: I mean, I I haven't even seen... I mean, I haven't seen either team play a real game. So I can't make any firm position. So right now, I'll say Uh that... I, I think watch. we're the only team, I think we're the only team, at least in the West, maybe Cleveland that could beat, that can beat the Warriors. And, and I can say that with confidence. There's only two teams in the NBA that can beat the Warriors in a seven-game series. And that's the Spurs and the Cavs. Yeah, I mean, that's obvious. stuff. Well, yeah. So, I mean, will we? I mean, I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff that can happen to say that. I was just
1: trying to put you in the hot seat there.
0: Yeah, man. No, No, you can't, only I do that. You can't, you can't do nah. that
1: i get you one of these. They, I don't know. I mean, the the Spurs. I mean, they're in it every year. To me, like, they just match up so oddly with the Warriors, but good in, in a in a good way.
0: I've always said I've always said this when playing the Warriors outside of last year because I feel like injuries had some role in it in them in the Warriors losing, um, whether it be Bogut not playing or Steph not being a hundred percent. Yeah. But just in general, generally playing the Warriors, you can't you're not gonna outshoot them, you're not gonna out ball them. Except like if you're gonna beat them, you have to play your own style. You have play to yeah, own. you have to do everything they don't do. You have to rebound the ball, you can't turn the ball over, you gotta slow the game down. And I think Cleveland did that in a lot of ways, you know, with Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love out there at the same time. I, I always them.
1: said to me and this is what I thought Portland gave them some trouble in the regular season is you had to make them work on the defensive end. You had to have a guard that was... that. You had to have two guards. And this is why I thought Portland did good with them. They had two guards who could both score. So no matter what happens... Because the Warriors like to switch. So no matter what happens, Steph is on a... Kind of like shoot first guard, which makes him work. But so in the offensive end, he's not as, you know, efficient.
0: Well, the, well, I, that worked last year before they had Kevin Durant. And now Steph plays... Yeah, that's what I'm saying, last out. year. I'm basing
1: on last year. And, 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 and even I, last and I'm year... Thinking, I'm thinking, like, even Cleveland, like, you had that. Because LeBron basically is a point forward. So, you know, you, you switch and like, you get so many switches. And, like, J.R. Smith, LeBron James, uh, yeah, of course, Steph's not going to have LeBron James. But J.R. Smith, LeBron James, or uh, Kyrie Irving, like, those guys are going to score. So no matter who you put on them, like, you just can't put Clay on the score and say, like, okay, we're going to hide Steph in the corner and
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a good strategy if you want to be competitive with the Warriors, but you're not going to outscore them, so it doesn't matter. You're not going to score more points than them just by, you know, going up and down. Well, of course, yeah, of of
1: course you have to go back on the defense and guard them, but I think that gives you a better chance. Hoping Steph is not 100% all on on the offensive end after all that, and then, of course, actually D-ing them up. But, yeah, you have to to do everything the Warriors don't do. That makes a lot of sense. I think, you know... It's like 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 I say like I don't know who the Warriors guard like who you don't have Festus you don't have um, Bogut um, they don't have Festus or Bogut they don't have I know they don't have Bogut they don't, they don't have, have Festus, Festus
0: or Bogut. Bogut no yeah their, their so, big men right now are Zaza David, Zaza and, David West and Anderson Varejao yeah like I
1: don't know like first of all that's a front court waiting to be on the injured reserve. <laughs> yeah,
0: one. yeah like, I know. but, the, but the, the, the best strategy is what they what they usually do is they they small ball, yeah, they take out the center, put in Andre Godala, and then now that pretty much takes Powell out of the game cuz he can't hurt he can't guard any of those people.
1: True. But they don't have defensive depth.
0: So now they have Draymond trying to guard Aldrich, which he does a pretty good job at. Um and so and that's why we need one of our new like new acquisitions like Kyle Anderson, well, he's not new, but Kyle Anderson or Davis Burton's, um, he's like a 6'10 power forward from uh, Latvia or something. He finally came over. We drafted him a few years ago. Something like that. We need someone like that to kind of step up and take those, like, minutes that, you know, that Andre Iguodala is taking away from the center. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know who will step up yet to take those minutes. It could be Jonathan Simmons for all I know. Yeah, i
1: definitely think the Warriors are going to have they're not going to get out to rolling like people. Like they're not going to be so unstoppable at times. People think. I think it's going. We're going to see some holes because I just think they're so small.
0: Yeah, I the big like I just don't think. I think that they just changed their dynamic. I'm not sure if they got better because they didn't address any of their weaknesses. They just made their strengths stronger. Yeah, sense. and I'm
1: wondering like does like Clay said he's not going to. Steph is. I mean. Katie's not taking shots with him, but like, how much basketball is them in the backcourt for them to all put up numbers unless they're really going to speed up the tempo?
0: Oh, they're like, definitely going to speed up the speed tempo. Up so, oh, they'll, they'll speed up the tempo, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll have, we're going to have a whole a whole podcast dedicated to NBA, yeah. but that'll be a little closer to when the, actually, the season actually starts. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Rodney's Reports r-o-d-n-e-y-s reports uh i don't even know derek has got like five different twitter accounts now wow, kind of hide from his boss so i don't even know where he wants people to hit <laughs> him on twitter
1: wow uh, you can catch me on twitter at uh d-x-r-c-k
0: oh, okay giving them the, the unofficial one i, I like that <laughs> let him let, let him <laughs> see, yeah, see the real you. yeah let him see the real you like nah, that.
1: the official one. You can follow me at uh, Derek Edw. Yeah, I
0: somebody give it. him a follow. He's at like one dozen followers, so he some, wow. follow him on on all those. Disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, all right, man. We'll we'll have a full conversation. Hopefully, a Lakerless basketball conversation. Uh, impossible. Because you can't talk about basketball and not talk about. Oh, uh, you'll be surprised. And how easy it's that like is. talking Look, about pizza and not talking wh- about. New well, York. what we're gonna do is just have a podcast only on playoff teams, and then we'll solve that problem real quick. <laughs> the historic playoff teams? Nah, or? just playoff teams in 2016. While we're while we're alive right now. And we'll 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 get that we'll get that uh taken care of real quick. In
1: April? I mean, all right, man.
0: You just kind of hold on that. <laughs> See this, this and this is exactly why we tried. To, you tried to start the conversation off with the NFC East talk and then tried to end it with Lakers talk. Wow! You tried I didn't, did me. I end it with Lakers? You tried to. I had to bring you up the Spurs. Not. I had to bring up the Spurs just so we didn't end on that awful note. Wow! Well,
1: we can talk more about the Lakers.
0: More. I, I bet you do. <laughs> all right, guys. Right, right, Catch me uh, on episode fourteen. Uh, I don't. I need to get on a schedule. I don't even have a schedule. Uh, but thank you for listening. For those who who stuck around with us. All right, peace. Peace.